Okay, you want me to let's start with the first Terry. thing to say is let's start with Terry. Oh, let's do it. Okay. Is this Terry? Yeah. No, I'm just saying. Terry? Well, I don't know if we'll put this in there. That's Terry oh. the Triceratops. Okay. Okay, so how we start this is yes. this is Terry the Triceratops. Okay. Uh, and uh, we need to salute him. And if he's going to bless this podcast, yep. it's going to be a good one. Yep. Oh, wow. Uh, he will um, salute back. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Oh, no, it's not looking good. Oh. Oh, there it is. Yes. <laughs> and that's the salute? That's his, yeah, he's official. Wow. Oh, gosh. Thank I, I, you, Terry. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> welcome that, to. It's going to be a good podcast. Welcome to the Vault Podcast. Yeah. This is the very first episode. Dan and I have done episode zero. We did test. Mm, that we was did a test. Good. I, I was told it was worthless. Never <laughs> seen a better episode zero of anything. Mm. I had to get up at like 12. It was terrible. <laughs> well, wake up at what? 12. Yeah, yeah. All right. Wow. So with us today, we have Funny Man Dan from um, my house. From his house. <laughs> we have Jess McLean, uh, who yep. is Hillsong Kids pastor uh, in, in Hillsong Kids Australia, mm-hmm. and Dave Wakeley, uh, creative guy from Hillsong Kids. Creative <laughs> <laughs> guru. Uh, and he we are here stuff. on episode number one. Woo! Yes, we, we are. Ha- we have equipment. We have we have a studio audience. We have coffee. We have coffee. Mm-hmm. We don't really have a studio we audience. We have my daughter. <laughs> anyway, we have your daughter who's sick today. Yeah. Uh, but that's okay. And uh, Sick of school, I heard. I want to start, <laughs> start this off because I want to start off with a serious question. Mm. Why are we here? Ooh. Um, why are we doing this podcast? Why There's a million podcasts out there and it always seems like every week there's a new one starting just like this one is. So why mm. are we here? So well, many reasons. Well, I personally work for both of you, so right. I'm contractually <laughs> obliged to be here. Right. Oh, Apart from you, gosh. Dan, the yeah. reason we're doing this YouTube channel is because uh, we want to help our leaders' YouTube channel, sorry, YouTube show. It's, it's Look, if you're thing. listening or watching, by the mm. way, this, you could be watching on YouTube or listening mm. on a podcast. On the line. Uh, we, we can be, we're doing this because we want to uh, train our own team. We want to help uh, Im- resource the entire world. We make stuff, we do stuff, and we want to do more. Mm. Uh, and to be honest, we could put the same amount of effort into doing this for our own team here in Australia or the entire world. So why not do it for the whole why world? Why not? <laughs> why not? That was my thinking, right? Because mm. if you're going to put effort into something, you really want people to see it. Yeah. So what you're saying is the answer to why is why not? Exactly. Exactly. We want to be uh, your kids' team. Most kids' passes around the world are volunteer, especially in Australia, and most are single people. Not sing- they could be married, singular. but they're singular. The singular team members on mm. a staff, and we want yeah. to be your team. Yeah, we want you to hang out with us every yeah. single week, uh, and we're and cheer going you to on. cheer you on. We want to answer your questions. We <laughs> want to make you feel like you're not the only person in the world who does the same. <laughs> Maybe thing help as you. you laugh, mm. laugh off a few things. Hundred percent. So, yeah. con- <laughs> so consider this our official application. What's that mean? Well, to apply to be, to be part of their team. Oh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, you're, so, in, you're in our team if you're watching this. Yes. But, so we want no, to we're apply. in their team. We want to be a part of your, your team. team. Yes. yes. So send now, us take your us all. We're three in one, but if you have to separate us, take me. <laughs> uh, this is... <laughs> This is because the reality is uh, in the wider church, people do not see what we do in in, in kids and kids ministry because mm. they're doing other adult. They're doing things with adults. Yeah, and yep. I'm sure that's fine. Yep. Uh, but we want you to know. We want you to know, listening and watching, that we understand. Yes, we are, we've done what you we, what you we, are, see you. we know. See you. Sometimes you believe you think to yourself, if if only they knew. If only you knew. <laughs> Product placement, Dan. We'll get to that later. Oh. If you're not if you're not watching that, I'll Dan that. just held up our product placement for the. Mm-hmm. I will do that six more times. <laughs> our um our sponsor. We don't really have a sponsor. I mean, it's me. Yes. It's Terry. <laughs> it's kids. It's Terry it's the Terry. Triceratops. Yeah. Uh, and we are here to answer your questions. Number three, yes. we're here to answer your questions because we know you have them and we want to hear them. 
uh, and so if you do have questions now the, the tricky thing with doing a first episode of anything is you don't really have any questions yet Mm. Uh, we've gone to our own team and our own team around the world and we've asked for questions. We've got a few to talk about today, Ooh. but I need more questions. I need you to email. Please, ask your questions. Kids at Hillsong.com. Kids, is that, that's probably a good place, right? <laughs> I haven't thought about this. I thought you were going to yeah, comment yeah. or something. Yeah, we, you comment yeah. below. We can yeah. create one. Comment below on this YouTube if, with your questions. But if you have a big do question, want, a serious want, question, email us vault, at kids. The vault at Hillsong? Shall we? we Ooh, can. let's Tell do you it. What, we uh, can get it. We, we can potentially get it. For this week, let's send it to kids at hillsong.com. That mm-hmm. exists. Yep. Yeah. Um, and just say podcast question. Uh, I'm going to print them out. We'll, we'll read them out for next time. Uh, but maybe we need to set up an official. We should see how we go. Yeah. Mm. In post production. I, I can. Uh, maybe fun. in the description maybe below there might be. Maybe just fact check the, 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 the let email. Me send the, let me send the <laughs> official. Checker. Dan's going to literally ask. Here's our fact he's, checker. He's going to go to our yeah. IT yeah. department yeah. and ask for an email yeah. right now. Yeah. Ooh, maybe you can get it done in an hour. I might get you a never know. By the end of the show. It might be set up already. All right. So. Uh, who and who are we? So we've talked about why we're doing this. And we need to talk about who are we? Yes. Uh, Dan and thirty. Well, you're writing an email. I'll start with me. Mm. Uh, my name's Dave. I grew up in New Zealand in in a little town called Southbridge, a town of maybe seven hundred people. What? And uh, I discovered I thought it was much bigger when I was growing up, but there were 150 kids in our um, school, in my whole primary school. It's actually a lot for my a whole elementary that school. Well, there was town. a lot of farmers that lived yeah, in yeah. there. So a lot of farmers who brought their who, whose yeah. kids came into the school, and I. Got married to my wife, Becky, at the age of 21, 21. And then a year into our marriage, we came to Australia for Bible college at Hillsong Church. Yeah, you did. And then two years after that, we came on staff at Hillsong Kids. And from there to then, we've had pretty much the same job uh, and done the same thing in our church. So cool. Jess, who are you? Who am I? I grew up in in and around Sydney, Australia. Oh, yeah. Um, and came to our church when I was a teenager. Didn't even know kids ministry existed until mm-hmm. my husband came on team with Dave and Becky. True story. And then we learned all about what it was, what it is, and then um, the rest is history. It's been, you know, what, 13, 14 years? Something you? like that. That's yeah. amazing. Time really flies. It does. Uh, so that is so you kind of started in youth ministry, mm-hmm. and then became Fell aware that your husband hundred percent because it's a good. I think it's a good thing. You, it's yeah. there are different pressures. Knowing both of those worlds mm-hmm. is important for us. Yeah. Dan, who are you? Well, my name is uh, Funny. My last name is Man Dan. I was born <laughs> in Tasmania. That there is actually is. why. That's why. If you've ever wondered, Funny Man Dan, if you've ever seen him on a DVD and a curriculum and a product of oh, as a resource, yeah. <laughs> That's why it says Taz on the side of his of his shirt. Yeah, and I came to uh, Hillsong in two thousand and three. Was my first time I ever did a Hillsong Kids. Um, Are you for real? S- yeah, two thousand three. First of March. No, that's not when you came to our church, though. I came to church two thousand two. Yeah, it sounded like you were saying two thousand three was when you came. Well, I was came six months earlier. What only? Yeah. No way. Yeah. We we really. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, my my wife. That just escalated quickly, didn't he, it? Yeah, he wasn't here long. <laughs> my wife. And then he was juggling and balancing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Funny, yeah. funny, quick, funny, quick story. Yes. On the first day of the Hillsong Kids, uh, Hillsong Kids service, uh, which obviously changed my life and set my course straight. Yeah, it did. Mm. Uh, the per- I was at a uh, little youth for life con- uh, conference, Constant and the person conference. that drove the youth van back yeah. to do my first kids service when I met the first day. I'm now married to him for 12 years. So I met my wife on the first day I did Hillsong Kids oh Service. Oh, It is pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it, it's bringing people together. That's yeah. what we do at Hillsong Kids. We bring people together. Yep. And uh, I make people laugh and I work with Dave. And we yes. Make, we make all sorts of uh, 
things for the world. Epic stuff. We really, really do. Um, we'll be talking about that a bit later on. But if you if you are on the YouTubes right now, then uh, go see Funny Man Dan's channel and subscribe. Do it. It's, it's specifically for kids. This is for mm-hmm. adults, for grown-ups who lead, and his channel is so for your kids. if you're a kid, just go away. We want to talk about you. Yeah, we want to talk about not you, not to. You. Exactly. Exactly. I was going to say that. Of that. It's not a great start for <laughs> Kids Telling, for, stop listening. Yeah, don't listen to this. Seen but not heard. So we, <laughs> no, that's not. That's not what we do. No. <laughs> next on my schedule. Next on my schedule is says here what's going on in our worlds. So what are we doing at the moment Whoa. at Hillsong Church? Because as you're part of our team now and mm-hmm. we're part of your team, let's get mm-hmm. on the same page. Yep. What are we up to at the moment? Well, we're getting ready for Kids Fest. Yeah, we are. Oh my goodness! It's One very close. epic, huge day of fun. Hope you're all going to be there. Yeah. If you're from overseas, just fly in. Why not? What a day. If you're overseas and you're a child under the age of 12, come on in. <laughs> uh, come on and fly all the way here. <laughs> but what with your parents? Mm, yeah. uh, but that, that happens across Australia. Uh, our big one in Sydney. We have one big one. Again, everybody from Sydney comes to a Hills campus, which is in the northwest of Sydney, and mm-hmm. it's huge. Yes. Uh, we're talking a, a full day. Like what? Basically, you could arrive at 8 and mm-hmm. leave at Five yep. or something, yep. and we pack that day full of a lot of things. We've got outdoor rides, carnivals, indoor. We do rallies. Dan will be doing some shows. Mm. Uh, we mix in shows and preaching and praise and worship and everything in one big mm-hmm. day of kids fest. It's a good. It's a uh, one. And again, it's a massive event. But for us, it's it's great because it's just one day. Funds, yep. friends, and faith all in one day. Oh, good. Exactly. Mm. I like the way you, you you said that. So that's coming up for us, and yep. we're, I th- we're feeling ready for that. Mm-hmm. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, our team, some of our team will be travelling around. Dan, you'll be going around to all of them around Australia. Yes, I'll be yep. going to all of them, uh, except two are on the same day, so I'm right. going to one of them. And I'm not going to tell you which one. Oh, surprise. Yeah, but it's not Darwin. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Perth. <laughs> so, uh, but you're going I'm to going Darwin. Darwin. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. if, you go. I'm, you guys if I'm at a place, up. then Jess goes. Yeah. <laughs> right, and do you do funny stuff, Jess? Or oh, just totally she does. not. And, I, and I'm, <laughs> I'm going to preach. Oh, dear. Right. Kids Fest is coming up. Um, what else is coming up in the life of our church, in the life of your team? Oh, we've got that big um, uh, Kids Next Gen Showcase coming up. Oh, totally. In Ooh, church. That's very exciting. A new thing cool. for our church is history, mm. history about that. Well, mm. the history is we used to do a thing each year because our senior pastor, Brian, loved it called the Animated Bible Story. And this is when our kids get involved in our services, our adult services. Mm. And it was usually a Bible story told uh, and the kids acted out. They wear costumes. Um, uh, and it's fun. It was a Bible yeah. story from the NRT. The What's new, that? The new ridiculous. <laughs> the translation. new ridiculous translation. <laughs> yes. It was all. It was really just. It's so much about fun, and yeah. it's it's really. Uh, that Random. was the purpose of it. We want to have fun at church, uh, and we know that if kids are having fun, they're learning. So, uh, even if adults are having fun, anyway, it's it was that was the purpose of it. Now this year, it's kind of morphed into this giant presentation. What, what would thing. you call it? It's a talent thing. It's a talent thing. Yeah, it's That's like literally kids the way just get to jump it. on stage and just be talented and we all go, oh, wow, and the Absolutely. paparazzi come down the front and well, yes. it's just a lot of fun. Like and a rock Stedford or a, yeah. a, big, a yeah. big school showcase. It's yeah. a Hillsong kids, show. kids, kids showcase. Kids got talent. Uh, and that happens at varying Some degrees across Australia at all mm-hmm. of our locations. How yes. many locations do we have now? We should, people should a know lot. that. When we say that. locations, <laughs> hang on, fact check. When Dan will fact check. If we, if, when we say locations, you might be thinking in your own mind, oh, there's a couple of different. No, mm. we're talking. It's like 30, 30 in Australia, yeah, 30 ish. 
So 30 different locations around Australia and... Yeah, we're in 21 countries. No, no, no. Let's narrow it down <laughs> to Australia. I don't think you're going to find this answer on Google, Dan. Yeah. Oh, I think it's 30... Let's just say 32. Let's okay. just make up Let's a number. Say Let's say 32. Mm. Let's say 32 locations. With the, with the links it probably is, yeah. All the way... Now, Kids Ministries, all the way from a couple of thousand details to three. Right? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, so it happens at very varying mm. degrees, but it's the same thing yeah. that goes on. A creative um, team distributes all of the stuff that every location needs to make it happen. I really like that about our church. Like it's a culture of this is kind of what we're doing, this is where we're going. Yeah. And it's usually stuff that's on our senior pastor's heart to help with momentum. But then I love that we scale it, like the creative team and the kids team. We go, okay, this is like the options of how to make this great at any size location. Absolutely. I just love it. I think it's We really make cool. it work and yeah. we make it fun. Which is a unique thing about our kids' ministries. How many kids would come to Hills on a weekend? Hills is about uh, 1,400. 1,400? And then how many people would come to, oh. Wollongong. Wollongong, yeah. How many kids? uh, 80. 80? Yeah, 33% of the congregation. Holy moly. And, and, span of and that's the thing. It's the thing I love looking at, and the thing you need to be tracking in your ministry as a leader is not so much the numbers, but definitely the percentage, the percentage mm. of adults to kids. Mm. So we know Super in our in our locations, uh, in the city location where we're currently filming this, uh, the city is uh, lots of students, lots of single people, not as many families. So we're mm. talking uh, maybe ten to twelve percent of mm. our is, is kids. Yeah. Now that wouldn't be if you're in a family location like uh, out northwest. Yeah, is maybe more up around 15%, yeah. 15, 16%, 17%. And then when you get to Wollongong, which <laughs> it's is like 30%, 30%, 30%. <laughs> our record Crazy. is 50%. We had a um, Pacific Island service at one point <laughs> in our church, <laughs> yeah. and it was uh, 50% of the church was kids under the age of 12. So that's our record. Um, and I encourage any leader to know that number, know what it is, because then you can track that as you grow, as you, as you go along in ministry, <clears> you'll be able to see, hang on, all of a sudden, we're down to eight percent kids in our service, but it might yeah. still be more kids. Yeah, it might be. You might have now 100, 200 kids instead of one hundred, but you might only mm. be. You might percentage might be lower, and that's a really mm. good thing to know. It helps with like keeping it in perspective with how much of your church's leadership community is actually focused on families, and then also mm. later down the track, if you get to build a building. Build a building, building, building. You need to scale your kids' rooms, like the square meterage, off your headcount and stuff like that. So that's very true. That's a very good point. It is intriguing. And if you don't know the number, just make it up. (laughs) Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Like we made up. How many services and locations? Thirty-two. Well, thirty-two locations are probably about a hundred services. I don't know. What are we up to? So many. So many. many. In in our city, we're talking about eight, eight, eight just in the city. So in two locations. So. That's what's going on in our worlds right now. We do have some new resources for you. <gasps> Look at this. Let's talk about products. Oh, my goodness. Who made that? Product placement. Um, here's what I did. Um, you can watch. We'll put links in the below to how to buy this and how to look at me talking about it and a couple of – there'll be a bunch of stuff in the description below. Make a note of that, Geo. I've said that now. Uh, Geo's back there taking notes for us because <laughs> she is uh, – we're going to forget everything we said. Mm. Everything. True. When this podcast finished, it'll all leave our heads. So we need to put um, links to the the, the, the I'm not what do you think that I wrote? What did I write? You wrote a book, a blog, a blog post. Oh, you did. And I wrote a book. Yeah. Now, and the book is this, right? Um, sometimes it's hard to explain what children's ministry is to someone mm-hmm. who's never seen it. So yeah. oh, yes. let's just say you've got a new team and you're going, hey, you should come and serve in kids, and they go, uh, what? Yeah. You know what? Read this book. Come back and let's have a little chat about it. Mm. It's a big picture because when you get into children's ministry, you get into the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. You've got this many kids here. You need to make sure you don't lose any. You need to make sure they all go to the toilet and no one wets their pants and things don't go wrong. Mm. And what you need to do is take a step back and see the big picture of it. And so I yes. highly recommend you give it to every single new leader that you have in your ministry. Keen. 
I'm going to do that's that this we weekend. Do. That's what we do. And uh, I know there's a church, um, shout out to Peter Stowe, who 650 volunteers, and he's getting it for all of his volunteers. Wow. He's a legend. Um, and uh, I've been contacted a little bit by people that are doing that. Another wow. friend of ours, Nari, is getting it for there. Anyway, it's... It's turned out to be a real blessing to people and they're enjoying so it. And it's good. really helping them grow their team. So good. Um, the That's second thing want. is let's talk about songs of some silliness, Dan. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, we should so. probably show a clip here or I was something. listening to this yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So out with toddler. Again, links in the description below or links in the podcast, whatever it is. But you, Dan and I have been writing silly songs for over 10 years. Mm. Not silly songs that you'd find on um, <laughs> VeggieTales, but they're songs of some silliness. So then, yes, there's... Uh, <laughs> They're rooted in truth, yes. unlike the exploration of a hairbrush, unlocatable hairbrush, or a water buffalo, hairbrush. or a yeah. water buffalo. These yeah. well, everyone has one. Everyone yeah, has a water buffalo. Very confused by so, that. So, <laughs> true story. <laughs> now, the thing is about this album Economics, is that, that makes no sense. There's, 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 there's lots of lots of songs about, for for example, unlikely heroes. Mm. All the, all through the Bible is full of unlikely heroes, yep. and we are just like them, ordinary people. Mm-hmm. How does this song go? Uh, so if we talked about X Esther, we well, go. What's the, what's the chorus? Oh, we're ordinary people. These ordinary people did extraordinary things. Everyday people like me. And if God don't have no favorites, and you have to agree, there is an unlikely hero unlikely hero. In here. That was the word. Unlikely heroes is the song. Mm. So again, it's encouraging kids that they are just like ordinary, average people, just like yep. people in the Bible were. So it's full of that. Uh, check out the, all the songs are on YouTube right here. Uh, all the songs are on Spotify. They're everywhere. Get your kids living it, listening to it. They'll love it. I need to do one disclaimer. Go on. The song called It Was Science. Yes. This is pure silly. That was there's there no, is, there's there is zero one, biblical truth in that. <laughs> there is one pure silly song, and that is that it was science. And it will make no sense to anyone which is if a they song haven't about, seen the show. Yes, <laughs> which is a song about your husband, um, actually. Oh, really? Yes, because yeah. oh, it's, wow. it's about him and Nathan went to the same school together. In, but, in, in our but in the world of, in the world of big, you guys aren't married. I don't think. No, that's no. true. Yeah, yeah. It's true well, actually, story. no. They had a love that one episode. Yeah. Way, way, way oh, true back. Story. I was show a, We should show a clip. We clip maybe, of that. That's maybe. exciting. Oh, that's a that's an old it was video. Not a good look yeah. for me. <laughs> well, that was you guys weren't even married then. I, I think that was when we established that I can't act. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to post that on my YouTube channel okay. this week, and <clears> we'll put a link to it. Love it. Wow. So, uh, what? <laughs> got that chair. So make sure Dan does it. He's promised. I've promised. He's promised. Oh, and yeah. Terry listens to your promises. Yes. <laughs> uh, the other thing that we're doing is uh, make sure you check out the Hillsong Kids YouTube channel. This is the channel we're trying to grow. This is on our Hillsong, Hillsong Kids second channel. We really want to grow this, um, but it's pretty fresh. Like, as I'm talking right now, there's 60 subscribers, and there are currently almost 80,000. Yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> They're cool. They're really good. Really committed. Wow. I think it's most of our own team. That's so cool. So we're trying to grow that because we want our Hillsong Kids channel to be for kids. We want this to be for leaders and parents. Mm-hmm. And you need to subscribe to all of them because uh, we would really appreciate that. Yes. Now it's time to get to the part of the show where Dan sings a silly song. No, nope. where we do some questions. Ooh, I like it. Let's right. do this. So I've, I've got – now, as I said before, I've, I've, I've got questions here that are uh, not necessarily from you, the viewer, the listener, the watcher. The participator, our team members, they are from our own team and because you haven't had a chance to write them yet. But, but now please write do. them. Please do. Write them right now. And we want to hear from mm. you. Even if you're facing something tr- difficult in ministry, hard, we want to pray. Mm-hmm. We'll be praying for these. Any questions that come in that are serious, we're going to commit to praying for them at the yeah. end of each podcast. And uh, make sure that you don't just go the silly, you know, fluffy questions, easy ones. Give us the hard ones. Totally. We want hard questions. 
Except for Dan, he wants some um, fun questions. Because I, like I do questions. think that we're not expecting to like give you the golden answer, the golden ticket, the, right. the one thing. But I think it's just about sparking ideas and sparking a different way of looking at it that God could give you the answer through us discussing mm. it. So they yeah. might sit back and go, yeah. I'm not going to do none of that, <laughs> but I know what I'm going to do. Yeah, now, you, yeah. At the very least, you'll say, now I know what I don't want to do. Exactly. <laughs> uh, before we start, I just want to let you know, just a yes, quick Dad. update on yes. the email creation. Okay. Yes. Uh, I've got a request ID. Ooh. It's 5141. Oh, yeah. wow. So in our um, IT system, yep. Yep. we've got the help desk request number. Yep. I'm just impressed. I'm just impressed that We're setting that up the vault at hillsong.com. Is it called the vault? Well, I probably should call it the vault <clears throat> podcast. No, 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 the vault's, vault's good. good. The vault's good. <laughs> it sounds like, yeah, real different. Yeah. <laughs> Could be anything. Could be anything. Could be anything. Well, that's, that's, but it, that's oh, what the be a panic room. Hey, wait, wait, a panic wait. room. A panic room for kids. <laughs> kids leader. <later. laughs> <laughs> I can't handle it. <laughs> the vault. Well, yes, we would have called it the panic room. Why? Here's the thing. We haven't explained why it's called the vault. Podcast. Why is it called the vault? Here's a good. This is a good. Um, yeah. Why is it? So this is why it sounded called. really cool. It's called Ooh, the vault because the vault is where you keep your most ex- most precious things. Oh. And, and we it's are. where the wisdom is. We're precious. We're precious. We're precious. <laughs> and Terry's precious. We're in the vault. Yeah. Terry's precious. Mm. But the idea is the vault is the the holder of all knowledge. Yeah. And so together, and the guests that we have on in the future are going to be the holder of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And you are coming to the vault to unlock it and get that what you need out of it. Yeah. It's like a, and I've the got a, there's a like picture it. of a vault. Uh, anyway, we're rolling with that. We're going to roll with it. So Children's Ministry Podcast um, uh, by the way, did you know what? Uh, with your husband back 10 years ago, we started yeah. childrensministrypodcast.com. I had, I owned that for oh, a while. Oh, it's expired now, right? I got, I, I <laughs> sold it, have, I think. I actually sold it. Really? Yeah, did a long you, time ago. Did you make some money? No, I didn't make any money. I, um, I vaguely remember, because I had it and we did, Dan, Nathan did. and I did of some episodes. Yeah. We did like two and then we should got, dig it up. Oh, I wonder if we've still got it. That would be so fun. Right, make a note. Um, Geo, see if I can find the old episodes of the of the Children's mm. Ministry podcast. We might have done a dozen. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. I had a friend, this is off topic, yes. but who had a name, his nickname, and he got the the uh, Instagram handle, was just his nickname. Right. But it was also the name of a company in America. They yes. paid him twenty thousand dollars. US. Isn't that amazing? That is really, really good. I wish I was him. And I'll tell yeah, you. Pro- that was probably a bargain for them. Buy too. more stuff online. <laughs> <laughs> Bitcoin. Let's get into Bitcoin. All right. right. Ten years ago. Um, oh, man. Let's not go there. <laughs> okay. Give us the I question. I was so close. All right. We're talking about initiative here Ooh. Uh, from Emma. Ooh. Um, how do I teach my team initiative? I feel like I constantly have to remind the team during a service of the small things. Mm. Not sure if a symptom of bad delegation. No, it's not, Emma. It's not you. It's them. Or whether they just lack confidence willingness. Uh, she does have a good personal relationship with them. So yeah. This is all about the little things and remembering the little things uh, and having your team feel like, I guess, they're not doing somebody else a – they're not doing a job for somebody else, Mm -hmm. right? So I guess that's the question. Jess, what do you got? It is hard because, you know – you don't want to be you know, it's it's you don't want to micromanage people. People don't want you to be telling them what to do all the time. But Correct. if they I think it all depends on how you start and how you give people responsibility and keep them accountable to it. So 
I was actually thinking about this all week and um, I wrote a really informative kind of draft run sheet for maybe teams to use that had um, leaders instructions on it. Like it's not a run sheet, like a rally run sheet, but it's a program run sheet. Mm -hmm. And it's as simple as like hang time, doors open, make sure every child gets welcomed, play with every child. Because I'm thinking about the future young person that's going to come into the room and want to lead and they don't actually know what to do and they just want to be told what to do. And so I'm thinking about that person going, well, we could actually just tell them what to do on the paper and on the way that we resource them spell it out but then it's it's hard because you don't want the people that you don't want that to squash initiative either do you because if you tell everyone what needs to happen every step of the way then then they also may feel stifled by that yeah exactly but it is it is a there is that that bridge you kind of have to it's kind of the you get once you get past that Mm. and they know what to do and they have the the what do you call it the the initiative themselves mm. then everything is beautiful yeah <laughs> in a sense yeah um, I think letting letting uh, that whole idea of you watch no you watch I do mm-hmm. what's that thing Dan do you know this one you yep. watch I do we do it together mm-hmm. I watch you do and then you I watch you do it and then we you do it you you're on yourself by yourself mm-hmm. is that, there's there's something that's very close to that on the internet mm. you should fact check that one fact, yeah. <laughs> I want I I want uh, no you watch I do yeah start it with that. But that idea of um, at some point you've got to let it, you've got to let it go, mm. and drop it, and then hopefully they'll pick it up. Yeah, you do. Up, you they'll never let it down. You you do an interesting method I've heard, um, which is you walk into a oh, room and you yes. tell not somebody that's not ready for it, but if it's their responsibility. I've heard that you walk into a room, Dave, and you say um, there's three things wrong with this area. What are they? And you sure. wait for them well, to answer how, it. Do you I still learned. do that? This is how I learned. So yeah. back in the day when I started here, uh, the kids passed at the time. Uh, at the end of each Sunday night, we're mm-hmm. wrapping up. It's got to be It's got to be ready for Bible college on Monday, mm-hmm. clear, beautiful. And she'd walk in the room and go, there's six things wrong. And i go, I couldn't see them. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I literally didn't see them because mm-hmm. I was that new and fresh. And then over time, I began to see them, and then I began to do it. And it was this idea of you don't spoon feed. Mm. That first step was getting me to see it. Yeah. And once that's crossed, it's like that thing. I didn't even know what I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know that what I wasn't doing. And so now I haven't done it in a it long, It sounds so brutal, time. but there's people that are really grateful that you did that. Oh, I, I remember our youth pastor um, when we were in youth and my husband didn't pack away the table, tennis table properly. Right. And he was, he'd driven half an hour away. Um, to um, come and hang out and have dinner, and then the youth pastor asked him to come back and do it. Yep. Even though he could have done it himself, but yep. he knew Nathan's leadership capacity and where Nathan wanted to go, and what Nathan needed was that ownership and that yes. accountability. So I think knowing where your team are at and their goals is oh, a big yes. thing. If they've committed to that journey, then you're gonna you're gonna hold them to that. So I guess it's like if they are, I think you can expect more from a team leader than from a team member. And if you have outlined on, say, a job profile, I love having like a job profile or a position description for a team leader so that they know what they've signed up for. Mm -hmm. And if they've signed up for it and then you keep them accountable to that, well, then that's exactly, that's you're just keeping them to the journey that they're already committed yes. to, right? Yeah, and that's that, the, the commitment is the big thing. You yeah. want to get that buy-in initially. Yeah. Because you, and you've got to almost say it, listen, you're going to be, you can, I'm going to probably talk about things you haven't even noticed. Yeah. Like, don't be surprised yeah. when I, when, when things are popping up that yeah. you haven't thought about, because yeah. this is what this journey is about. Yeah. And you know what? It's like, it's 
um, right now it's what month is it? It's almost September. If you like have a culture and, and your your the lack of initiative is is driving you a little bit mental, you could actually choose now to go. Okay, what do I want next year? Let's write. Right. Let's get a position description. Let's meet with all my key team. Let's get them to commit that next year we're really going to take things forward because it's a great time to be talking about the journey and where people are at and what they want to get out of it and mm-hmm. to sign them up for next year and sign them up for the commitment because I love when commitment is they know that it's for a year and then after that it can be revised. They don't feel like they're signing up for a life sentence of yes. um, high-intensity leadership because um, some people can have that in their mind. We know it's not a life sentence. We know that it's the greatest, most fulfilling thing you could ever do. Yeah. But I think people need to have a start date, an end date, and know what they've signed up for. And that really helps with um, initiative yeah. and excellence. The pressure is off. Dan. So mm. just a fact check. Fact check. Uh, it's called the leadership square. Yep. Mm. Uh, it's I do, you watch. Yes. And then I do, you help. Uh-huh. And then you do, I help. Uh-huh. And then you do, I watch. Mm. So go. that's the uh, thing. Now, a couple other... Oh, what else? Uh, well, no, I just want to add it to what okay. you're saying. We're talking about how um, people are blind to things and need yes. to learn how to see. So there's a famous uh, experiment by Daniel J. Simmons mm. who basically got a class uh, of people to watch a video of um, two different basketball teams passing a basketball mm. to each other and they had to count how many times passed the white team passed the basketball to another white team member and they yes. just watched and they watched and they watched. And at the end they said, how many How many times? And everyone said 15. Yep. They said, great. Now, did you see the gorilla? And a gorilla walked yes, inside yes. in the middle of the screen, <laughs> beat his chest, and then walked out. So yeah. funny. And they worked out it's because half the people didn't see it. It's because that we actually have very limited um, high high res space in our eyes. Right. So high resolution. So you're basically you're Your constantly you're constantly editing things out. So while I'm focused on you, I actually can't see Jess right, right now and I can't see what's happening around Well, him. I'm a wow. pretty good-looking man. Well, exactly. You're mes- mesmerising. <laughs> yeah. So it, it goes to show that if you if your brain doesn't deem something as important, yeah. it, edits it, yeah. it edits it out. And so yeah. the problem is, and with this question, is, oh, they don't see the little things. Well, what are the little things? Mm. You need to work out what yeah. are the important little yeah. things right. and get them to... Teach yeah. them how to deem it as important. Yeah. So therefore, they'll um, yeah. they'll see. It. And you probably notice that if there's twelve things that they're missing, if you just point out maybe two, they're probably going to pick up yeah, five. Yeah, true. You're good at that. Yeah. There you go. There's my compliment. Of the oh day. great. Thank Awkward you. compliment of the day done. Um, but the thing Check. is, um, also that you get what you talk about, and you get what you yeah, resource. Good. Yep. Right. So the worst thing ever is when somebody takes initiative and then the resource that they're relying on isn't there and then they rock up again the next week yes. and there's another resource that they were relying upon is not there and then before you know it, they're demotivated. So I think um, what you talk about matters, what you resource matters and what you inspect matters, like what you actually ask questions about. It's not inspecting like, you know, like... No. Well, that's it. it's, 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 it's asking questions about how was your KDG? Did you have all the resource you needed? Yeah. What do you think we could do better? That's totally. inspecting. Yeah, well, you don't. Very you good. want to give people no excuse, really. Mm. You want to give them everything they need to succeed and then that's all up to them. Mm-hmm. Love it. Inspect what you expect. Inspect right? what yeah, right? you expect. I thought yeah. I said it wrong and you were correcting me. No, no, no. <laughs> Fact no. check. What you said was oh, great. Fact good. check. <laughs> you just didn't use the like the preacher phrase, right? Yeah, because like, yeah, nothing you said and rhymed. rhymed and it didn't have uh, alliteration. Yeah, sorry, yeah, so sorry. no one's gonna remember it. Wow, <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> Question number two. Here we go. We're talking about limited space from Mel. When you got limited space and have to put arc grade six together, which is we're talking mm-hmm. four year olds to twelve year olds together, 
how do you cater effectively for the development needs within yeah, wow. all of the kids together? I had the Doing privilege. ministry in one room oh, yeah. is the question. Yeah. I had the privilege, and I think Dan might have seen a bit of this before, but like, travelling around, seeing some of our um, locations that are not in permanent facilities, all sharing. Um, I remember our Northern Beaches location, all in the one room, and to make it – even more challenging was they had one of those temporary movable walls in between right. them and the main congregation. Oh. So not only did so they noise. have, they wow. actually had zero to 12 all in one room, but then the noise leakage was out of this world. But they did their absolute best to create age group um, spaces. So they would, um, they, fenced off whole sections of the room for Cubby House and for the Ark, which, right. you know, the, the really One little ones and the middle little ones. Um, the and then they would they even put, like, signage up to try and get that age group identity. Um, and they had age-appropriate toys in the different spaces. Um, they had a rally space set up. Um, they did their rally all together because they needed to smash it out at to? a certain time frame. And right. like, But they actually had a screen in every corner as well, and they just played the big message again, the age-appropriate big message to each right. little corner of the room. And they that was wild, and um, like they really put in a lot of effort into it. Um, another thing is just the the – how you resource the, the room, how you set up little zones. Um, yep. I'm just thinking about the smaller places where you don't have as many people as them. Um, I'm just looking over. I've got some um, KDG tubs that someone's just gifted mm-hmm. um, our location. and Back check. What's a KDG, Dan? Uh, it stands for Kids Discipleship Group. Good fact checking. Mm. It's our oh, small sorry. groups for kids. Yeah. Even kids age, like the age-appropriate curriculum or crafts, like anyone can do that. Anyone can make sure that – that age group has the right activity for their level right. um, and that is something that we definitely can do that's going to really impact the kids. Absolutely. Again, you're giving no excuse to the leaders not to nail it because you're giving everything they need. Totally. Uh, and one, my, my, all my, my suggestions for one-room ministry is you, you make a corner, if you can, for preteens. So you fence mm-hmm. off a corner, even just tape. Masking tape is the... the the God's gift of the gift Lord, God's gift to um, children's ministry. Mm. Masking tape off a corner, put a beanbag and something in there. Um, and the only kids allowed in that space are year five and six, grade five and six, which is our last two years of primary school, uh, or whatever whatever the, the upper end of your ministry. Mm-hmm. And make it a separate space for them because those older kids really don't want to hang out with three-year-olds. Nope. And if you make them feel like they've got their own space, it's going to mm. help them have a better attitude yeah. about being in church. Yeah. Just one thought. And then maybe if they've got a second service, if they've got that space in one of the services, they'll be more inclined to go and actually be a leader for the younger ones in the next service and right. go and lead a group of three-year-olds because my daughter's in that age bracket. She led a group of three-year-olds brilliantly um, and they're so capable of contributing, um, the older ones, to yeah. the younger ones, but they need the structure for it and they need the space to do it and the, the parameters, you know. Ab- Absolutely. So I think what we're saying. What are we saying? Is, what we're saying is that we uh, we don't. There's no magic pill for to no. do everything uh, to cater to all developmental needs. But we want you to keep trying to mm-hmm. give the each individual age groups their identity, mm. and uh, that's a creativity question. And so what you said, um, uh, we'll encourage everybody that um, limitations is not bad for creativity. It's actually good. Very mm. good. If you had a blank page, blank page is the worst oh, thing. It's terrifying. If you had a, you had yeah. a million dollars and you uh, the, a yeah. space the size of a small city, <laughs> what would you do? You would yeah. have no clue. But this is what we've got and then, um, and then we're going to try and make that work to give these age groups their identity. Mm. Love it. Mm. Question number three. 
I'm making notes here so I remember which questions so we asked. Good. And all right. like, I just how feel organized like, of you. How good is this going, guys? It's really That's just good. Going good. It's, okay. it's working. Next question. Okay. <laughs> what do you do with all age groups in one room? <laughs> oh, <laughs> the system doesn't work. <laughs> oh, I've blown it. Okay, here we go. This is a, this is kind of a personal leadership one, which is good. How do you separate how well you're doing in ministry from the numbers? So, for example, let's be honest, our leaders, our leadership, our location pastors, our senior pastors, they look across the church and they see numbers. Mm. That's, that's really, because that's the way that, one way that they can evaluate the ministry and how it's going. And often to us, we go, well, it's not just about the numbers, it's about kids and kids love Jesus. And they, you should see how many kids love Jesus. And so uh, when our leadership is wanting kind of numbers, and, and sometimes those numbers can be disappointing, Mm-hmm. Rain, sport, whatever it is. Uh, how do you separate your own worth, maybe, mm. or your own uh, your own uh, the way that you see yourself? I think because mm. you can you can get pretty down when those yeah. numbers are down. I think redefine your win. Good. Like focus on something that you actually can control. I mean, we all impact the number that's in our kids' ministry. The quality will impact um, the size of how many families buy into church life. Ultimately, but that's a really long-term thing. But one week to the next, rain, sports, sickness, all that stuff. Um, or even a weird season where there were less children born that year, you know, two right. years ago, like can impact things. Wow. So we actually did that once. We looked at how many people were born in a particular campus because one right. year level was really small and it was just less were born. Um, but the thing is that um, you need to define that win. You determine whether your team win. Um not yep. the numbers. So you can determine how many how many kids you encourage, how many encouragement awards you give out. Yes. Set you your can own de- KPIs. Yeah, set your that. own indicators. Um, and I talk about that in my new book, If Only You Knew. <laughs> wow. I do actually talk about defining uh, a win for you on the weekend because you want to look at your own personal leadership as uh, you need to have a win yourself. You need to have mm-hmm. a win as a leader. And yeah. a really great way is that for me is if I'm on a weekend service and I'm doing a small group with a bunch of kids – I really want to have one great meaningful discussion. I want mm-hmm. kids to be like engaged 100%. And if I can get to that moment, even if it's with one kid and I'm sitting beside them playing Connect Four, whatever, or it's with a small group, if I can have that one conversation, then I feel like my weekend was a success. Totally. That's just one example. Totally. And so what is your uh, – read the book and you'll, 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 you'll I'll yeah. give a lot of examples. Yeah. <laughs> but really what is a win for you personally? Yeah, totally. Now you may be, a, you may be leading worship or what is it? What is it in the area that you're doing? Even if you're running the sound and lights, maybe a win is having the projector not blow up. That could be a great win. Mm. Mm. And I think be okay with your leader asking questions about your stats. Like, you know, you need to separate your identity from your stats. So you also need to understand God doesn't God doesn't care any more or any less about you, determined on the number. I know you know that, but it needs to yeah, really sink absolutely. in. But neither does your leader. Like they still they love you and they respect you, but it's their job to ask questions. This is this is yeah. our campus pastors, our senior pastors flock. If they want to ask a billion questions about the stats, just Get about it and write down your observations. Be intelligent about it, but don't let that make you think that they don't think you're doing a good job or don't yeah. don't tell yourself a story in your head because it's just not true. Our leaders really trust us, and I know they that do. because we don't. They don't ask a lot of questions about what we. In fact, mm. probably in, in since two thousand and one, I've only had really one big question about the dis, the kind of discipleship our kids like. From one of our location pastors, asked a really big question about the discipleship of kids. That's happened once mm. in almost twenty years. Mm. So, and that's not, and um, that's. I'm not even saying that should happen more, but I'm just saying uh, the questions that matter to us and the things that we think about all the time may not be on other people's minds. Mm-hmm. So, 
Next question. Uh, oh, we're talking about pastors' kids. We might, we might, we might. This might be our last one for today. But we're going to talk about pastors' kids. <laughs> there's there's actually, one in the room. There's one <laughs> in the room over here. There's a. I was in. Where was I? Nashville recently, and the pastor kid there was excited to go to pastor kids camp. Right. A, at Life Church, they have a pastor's kids camp. Right. Wow. So yeah. your church may do some things for pastor's kids, but uh, let's talk. Let's talk. So there's this saying here: is how do we keep our pastor's kids engaged when they're doing multiple services? How do we support them, and how do we? How do you connect with them? Yeah, parents and all that. Questions about pastor's mm. kids. So in summary, what's the deal with pastor's kids? 100%. Now, I have pastor's kids. I have three really? of them. Yeah. Uh, Jess has got yeah. two of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Dan has three kids. but uh, They're funny not pastor's kids. kids. <laughs> yeah, that's a different ministry so, Yeah, I don't altogether. know. It's very different. They have their own yeah. camp. Uh, it's just it's just them it's home. <laughs> at home uh, <laughs> making craft. The, the reality is when you think about pastor's kids, they have different different pressures on them. Like we're talking about multiple services. We're talking about they've got way more relationships, friendships with uh, other other kids around them and uh, other leaders around them. They may know mm-hmm. the leaders better than yeah. all the other kids put together. Yeah. And so the, here's, the, here's the thing is my perspective on that conversation was this. At, Hill, at, at Hillsong Kids and at your church, we really want to treat everybody as an individual and mm-hmm. their individual needs and what they are, uh, what's expected of them, yeah. but also what they need. Mm-hmm. And that's our first stance. Yeah. Now, we can't do that all the time. Everybody needs to be in praise and worship at the same time. You can't have half your team go. You can't ask, hey, everybody, we're going to, who wants mm-hmm. to do praise and worship now? Who wants to do it later? Let's like mm-hmm. structure. There needs to be structure, but within that structure, we need to be treating kids mm-hmm. the way that they need to be yes. treated. And most of the time, it's all the same. Yeah. But occasionally, so for example, in in uh, in, our, in the city here, uh, we have uh, our, all of our location passes here have kids, and we work with them to make it work. If mm-hmm. they need to be there multiple services, let's say the nine thirty and the eleven thirty at Duty Street. Then in the 11.30, we're going to make a little room for them. Our mum and dad have packed a lunch for them. They've got their iPads. They're chilling out for that service. Mm-hmm. And it's safe. It's open. Uh, we don't have to have leaders with them. We've organised it beforehand. But we are treating those kids uh, yeah. perhaps differently yeah. than we would treat the kids that are just there for one service. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Christianity Today has five things <laughs> pastors' kids struggle with. Yes. Mm-hmm. So one was un- check. Unre- unrealistic expectations. Our second one is like people expecting way too much of them. Uh, stereotypes that they will be the proper kids. A calling to ministry that that's a given. Right, that work. Be, they're mm. going to be pastors, right? Uh, Socialising with their age group. A lot of time they are mm. um, dragged from house to house, and you know they not have kids their own age group. And erratic schedules. <laughs> that's that's the one for us. Yeah, that's the big one for us. Yeah, uh, I, I I think in our church there's a lot. It's so wide our church, and so mm. many services going on that there's. Um, I don't think. So I think in some churches, maybe you've got one location. You've got one location, and everybody knows the pastor's mm. family yep. because they're all there together. Um, I think there's a. Mm. For us, our big pressure is just the amount of services our kids have to go yep. to, and going around all over the place with schedules. But I would say, like, if we, it's our job to speak life into them. The yep. Kids can you can. Kids are capable of way more than we give them credit for. Like sure. my kids went to five services every Sunday and I've heard other people go, oh, no, poor right. them, or be shocked about that. But actually when we've done that, they've got epic endurance. They yes. love life. They love church. Oh, and what a blessing. And they, they're amazing. Totally. And I just think we just don't want to be like, oh, poor you, you're a yes, pastor's kid. That's so hard. And we actually don't want to even give them that label. 
Because some kids didn't even mm. – my kids didn't even know they were pastors kids until a couple of years ago, and I love that. Yep. They were like, oh. I've heard stories in our church of that. Yeah. You become a teenager and somebody goes, oh, how is it being a pastor's kid? They go, sorry, what? What's that? Because um, uh, well, that's, that's that's a great, great. thought. That's a really, mm. really great thought. Yep. I think um, it, we can get to the 7 p.m., and my daughter is – running the whole service. So she's still, she doesn't <laughs> want to go home boss. still at the 7 yeah. p.m. service. She's there. She's managing all the kids and they're all going on an adventure together to the to the jumping castle, whatever it is. They're still loving life. And yes. I think it's looking at each kid individually and going, what does this kid need in this in season? In this moment, in this little, yeah. In this moment. Because they may be grumpy. For, they could be grumpy with church for a few months. Maybe mm. they just have something going yep. on in their life. But that's okay. It's a season that will pass and how do you navigate that? Great. Love oh. it. We got through so questions. Good. This is great. This is really it. good. We want to hear more of your questions on the Vault Podcast, Children's Ministry. Let me just fact check that. Okay. Yes, we do. We do we want to really hear more questions. questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. It's good to have a bit, Dan. Yeah. It's oh, a you've good got bit. a purpose yeah, for being here. Mm-hmm. Um, I started that before, if only I knew. <laughs> Uh, so listen, comment your questions below, but more importantly, we'd love to get them emailed, especially if they contain personal information or any kind of you. You don't. Yeah, don't. Send us those. I'd rather get them on email. Let's put it that way. Yes, so email us at request ID. <laughs> hashtag, no, hashtag five. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. Uh, it'll either be at kids.hillsong.com or, or the vault. vault. Hillsong. 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 It'll be in the description below. It'll we'll be on the podcast it. notes. It's going to be somewhere. Make sure you like and subscribe. We want to grow this channel. Yes. We want to make this podcast amazing. Uh, how do we finish a podcast? Dan? Well, we'll see if, if, what Terry thinks about it. Mm. Okay, is it time to finish, Terry? Terry, how do we go? Oh, yes. Yeah, fantastic. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time on The Vaults.